part of the Press Play Podcast Network. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. This is Jason J. Lewis, the voice of Superman on Justice League Action. This is Mark Wade, writer of Superman Worldwide. You're listening to The Krypton Report. Welcome to the Krypton Report Podcast, now part of Press Play Podcast Network. We're dedicated to all things related to DC Comics with a strong focus on Superman and all things Kryptonium. We discuss movies, TV shows, games, and of course, comics. I am your host, Tyler, the Superman of Blue, the Man of Tomorrow, and with me as always, my better half, the Man of Steel, the Superman of Red, James Cole. Oh, I have man. arrived. How are you? The people. <laughs> Gotham is yours. <laughs> I think it's the greatest Bane voice of all time. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so much better than Bomb. They Bomb. used it for Harley Quinn too for the animated series. We were just we watched a handful of episodes of that this weekend. It was hilarious. I told uh, Jania that I'm gonna download some footage of Bane from Batman and Robin, especially the part where he fights Batman and Robin like on the ice cream thing and just put the Tom Hardy dialogue over it. (laughs) (laughs) That would be excellent. And then try to keep the George Clooney dialogue. Just Yeah, it'll be fun. All right, let's jump into some news. Let's see what's going on. All right, Titan season four has started filming. The Batman is in theaters and it's kicking butt. Over Uh, 400 million. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Carrie Kelly has been cast for the Gotham Night Show. So, like we talked about before, it's so weird that people actually want to bring Carrie Kelly as legit when she's an Elseworlds Robin that I hate. Um, but she's being cast by or being played by Navia Robinson, and once again, she's African American replacing a redhead. Not that I care about the the race swap. It's just weird when it's the trend of replacing redheads. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, mo- <laughs> most most of DC's redheads have been changed, either hair color or race swapped. Um, just redheads so that, not getting no love. That's all. So that that's going to happen on that show. Let's see. Gotham Knights, the video game, finally has a date. October 25th, 2022. Woo, woo. I can't wait. I can pre-order it now. So, that would be cool. It will be Um, cool if we get to play that this year. It will be, considering that we've been waiting two years now. I mean, the Arkham games are are fantastic, all four of them. Um, I mean, there there are... there are certain things in in Arkham Origins, story wise and things they, that did they did an amazing job. I'm still mad they haven't updated Arkham Origins. Like I have my I basically have my PS3 just to play Arkham Origins every Christmas. Um, I was happy when they made it um, backwards compatible on the Xbox, so I could play it on my Xbox One. See, that's dope. Come on, PlayStation. Um. Superman Celebration has announced that Tom Welling and Michael Rosenbaum will be there. Um, it looks like 
Rosenbaum will be there the 11th and the 12th. Welling will just be there the 11th. George Newbern is also joining uh, Superman Celebration this, this coming year. So that's something to be excited about. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Well, hopefully, um, hopefully, you know, sometime soon, given given some progress, hopefully we'll hear something about that um, animated Smallville revival hopefully. in the coming months. Hopefully. Hmm. Well, I'm still waiting to hear something about uh, Green Lantern Beware My Power, the um, in-continuity Green Lantern movie that's supposed to be coming out this summer. Right, because there was nothing with Catwoman. The movie sucked. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So this is weird. So the Matt Reeves Gotham PD show, police show, the one that Brian and I were talking about, and then literally the next day they canceled it, uh, is now becoming an Arkham-based show. And that's all we know. You don't know if it's going to explore the history, if it's going to be like current Arkham or what it's going to be, but – well, yeah. so I, I'm curious because what we do know about the um, police show was that it was going to be like um, corrupt cops and things like that. But it was supposed with, to be set during year one. Yeah. Leading up to the Batman. Yeah. Um, and and like they're like corrupt cops being like what it's like during the rise of Batman. Um, but it'd be interesting if they took that similar concept to Arkham. And and gave us like some inside inside baseball, what you will, with um, excuse me, the uh, revolving door at Arkham, the way prisoners escape, the way they do. It, it could be it could be very good. Yeah, That's could, all. could be an interesting concept. So I'm I'm on board for it. Of course, I'm on. They officially greenlit the two series Penguin um, show. That's kind of a duh. And then, last but not least, we got a tra- a like one minute trailer for Super Pets. That's all Batman and um, Ace focused, which was adorable because we found out Keanu Reeves is going to be Batman. Yeah, his his voice is perfectly, and the the teaser trailer is really cute. Them both kind of uh, uh, revealing themselves and the, how they do what they do and. Kind of like a little origin tale between the two, and then they, and then and then they, dog and master have a little puppy snuggle time. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's precious. I I I actually can't wait for that movie. Yeah, so, I'm pretty excited. I am pumped. But you know what else makes me pumped? Superman. Hey. We're going to press pause and hear a few words from our other podcasts on Press Play Podcast Network. Hello, Brooks here with the Books with Brooks monthly book club podcast. Here's how Books with Brooks works. We read one book a month and then we talk about it. Classics like Stephen King's The Shining, debut novels like We Are the Brennans by Tracy Lang, and tons of other compelling, life-changing stories, one book and one month at a time. So come read along with us and then listen in. This is Dan Jurgens, and if you want to have a good time, keep listening to the Krypton Report. Remember to check out Krypton Report on all social media platforms. Go to linktree.com slash Krypton Report. you find all of our information right there. 
And if you want to keep Krypton from exploding, join our $1 a month Patreon. That's right. For $1 a month, you'll get extra special content that you don't get on the main show, like movie commentaries and whatever else comes out of our mouths. So check it out. Patreon.com slash Krypton Report. You know what we're going to talk about? Superman and Lois. Yes, we are. Episode 6. So let's jump on over and discuss some Superman and Lois. Episode 6, Tried and True, directed by my childhood crush. (laughs) Yep, Amy Jo Johnson. And probably a whole generation of men's childhood crush. The Pink Ranger. She directed that episode, this episode. I still don't think if she was ever at a convention, Jania would let me go. She'd be like, nope, nope lockdown. I'd be like, what, 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 what? She'd be like, I don't even care, Tyler, stay home. I'd be like, dang. Yeah. Dang. That'd be rough, though. I'd be like, but Brandon Ralph is there, too. I don't care, Tyler. I think she's coming. Yep, she is. Jania, hey. I was going to say, is she, is she on your list? <laughs> I was just telling James how, uh, if there was a convention and Amy Jo Johnson was there, you'd probably lock me down and wouldn't let me leave the house. Oh my goodness, I don't care. You're leave me. <laughs> See, she knows. That's what the list is for. <laughs> Shh, we don't talk about that. <laughs> right. But, in, but anyway, this episode. Dude, this episode was sweet. <clears throat> yeah. Like this, um. I like. I really did like this episode. Um, I you even got a quote, little summary made up for myself. Okay. Uh, I was going to say the one quote that I saw that Amy posted was that she shot it and wanted to focus it as if it was a movie in itself. Um, and you can kind of see that, I feel. So go ahead with your summary. Uh, after Sarah's quinceanera, Lana contemplates her family's future and her marriage to Kyle. Lucy visits Smallville with her dad to try to reconnect with her sister Lois. John is the starting QB, thanks to XK, and gets caught lying to Jordan. With Bizarro imprisoned at the fortress, Anderson's distrust growing, uh, Anderson's distrust growing, Superman seeks out the amulet to destroy it. Anderson, what a D. Oh my god, what a D. And there's you basically <laughs> fill in your fill, fill in any D word will suffice for that guy. What a Richard! <laughs> <coughs> but my dad used to say a Richard cranium. <laughs> nice. That was our code. He was sophisticated, insulting. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's how we roll. But dude, when it comes on, and the episode starts in basically. Bizarro world. Yeah, it's got a red sun. And we see um, him pick up the helmet. And like he basically like flew through some something in that suit to get to the mines. We see newspapers, family photo. We don't see John or Lois. Yeah, they're like ripped out and scratched out of the photos. All you see is um, Jordan and Clark. It was weird. Um, we see him fight soldiers, which was awesome. 
because that gets echoed later. Yeah, but, and and when they were fighting him in the hallway, they had yellow sun lamps to weaken Bizarro in that hallway as they attacked him. And what's crazy, it's Bizarro, but no one else seemed to look like Bizarro. No, because we got a Lana scene there. She was wearing the Talro um, crest. Yep. Uh, she was wearing his family crest. And she was apparently a Superman, uh, one of the Superman of America, um, soldiers on, on the, uh, Bizarro Earth. So basically, they're just saving budget and they put her in one of the Superman of America costumes and peeled off the crest from Tal's costume and threw it on there. <laughs> Seems something like that, yeah. Like they've done on the Flash. <laughs> yeah. So they've just shuffled suits. But no, it was pretty cool. Um, so it was, uh, you know, we, we we he flies up and the it's like a portal. Well, after he after he fights, he he goes to and sees Allie. Um, Allie Alston was at the DOD office, like Anderson's office, but on that Earth, and like he took her pendant. And yeah. I, I think I think that had something to do with him breaking Being through, able, coming yep, through. That's, that's what I was going to say. Like he flew with the pendant, and yeah, it was great stuff. Yeah, we find because uh, we we learned that the basically we learned Allie Alston's place is the inverse society, right. and that the two pendants together you have god powers. Yeah, some something we learned about the uh, Bizarro was he said the XK weakened him, and I called that. Yeah, it was trapping you know, him in the mind because it was in the mind because it was weakening him. I guess he was lucky he came through with the containment suit, right? Yeah, it means how smart he was coming through in the suit. Yeah, and we find out that Anderson has the person he reports to is Hardcastle. Um, I don't think we've ever heard of Hardcastle before. Like, did we ever have Lane report to uh, su- Lane General Lane report to a superior? Yeah, yeah, no, not that I, none that I can think of. I mean, yes, he reported to the president and stuff, but he didn't have anybody come down like Hardcastle came down on Anderson, and she was like, twenty years he worked with Superman and not a problem, and in six months you've alienated our best defense. Yeah, he's like, oh, but 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 yeah, <clears throat> tool bag, and and he just continues to be even more of a tool bag as this episode goes on. He's like a whole hardware store. So then we have Jordan talking with John and like breathing heavy, training together. John drops his inhaler. Jordan sees. And then my favorite part of this episode is Clark is finishing packing the boys' lunches and their bags have gotten bigger. And I even point out to Jania, look how much bigger those brown paper bags are this season. Them boys got to eat. Oh yeah, growing teenage boys. One one is still playing football. He needs that food. Might as well just drop a jar of peanut butter, a loaf of bread, and a knife. Here you go, son. Have at it. <laughs> um, 
I do like that. I, I really, one of the things I really love is just the genuine admiration that Clark has for his friend Lana. Cause like he texts a check on her. Um, and you know, we see Lana with Sophie and Sarah. And it did, was it me? Did they change the actress that plays Sophie or did they age her up? She looked different or I'm just not used to seeing her. So I didn't know what she looked like. I just like. think you're not used to seeing her. I'm fairly certain it was the same girl. Um, she's just not, you know, she, she just had, she was so sparsely used. She was always at the grandmother's house or something. That's what you do with your kids. You just drop them on grandma. <laughs> For some people that works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyways, I was like, huh. They have another kid. I, I almost like <laughs> they should just write Sophie off the show. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly, yeah. But Sam pulls up at, back at the farm with Lucy, and I was like, finally, the father is putting himself and doing something in action. And do you think Lucy knows that Clark that, is Superman? Yeah. Mm. I don't know, you know, with this version, I, I, with the last version, I would say probably, but with this one, I'm not so sure because she seems very, uh, very distant from the family and, and, uh, just, yeah, she just doesn't seem like she would be in the inner circle of trust most of the time. Lana or Lois certainly doesn't have like the highest admiration not admiration um the highest uh of opinion yeah maybe opinion of of (laughs) of lucy um because she the way she says that she um uh always finds her way to people like Allie. um yeah who promise things and, you know, never deliver or are toxic individuals. It's really heartbreaking. Just their, their sisterly bond. Like that's one thing I love about this episode is you see them actually like Lucy as family, like with the boys want to know about football, but, and then her and Lois really, you know, having a good day together, but there's always that tension of like, okay, when's this going to end? When's it going to be the one time I say something and that's it? Yeah. Like it's just, it's always hanging there. Well, I mean, you know, it comes up because she talks about, um, your friend saw it, your business partner saw it. And she's like, she saw it against her will. She was drugged. Yep. And meanwhile, Alora's mad. She knows it's not true. She's like, come on. Yeah. She's she's on, she's grumpy. She's on Lois's side, you know? But meanwhile, Sam's getting chili dogs. So this should tell you as a dad, never leave to get chili dogs, man. Right? Let your kids argue. But stay there by their side. I like the idea when they talked about um, jumping back. We're at the funeral for the 
SOA, not Sons of Anarchy, Superman of America. And Superman is there, and Anderson gets slapped in the face by the one uh, soldier's mother. Classic. Classic. Yeah. I mean, granted, um, granted, you know, he got slapped in the face by, by a mother and Superman kind of just stood by because he didn't answer that he had, that he had Bizarro or anything until afterwards. Um, right. I mean, he's trying to communicate with Anderson, but Anderson don't want to listen. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't want to listen. And the thing that really pisses me off about Anderson in this is Superman is telling him and saying that we need to talk and everything that he needs to get rid of the amulet. Um, and, and that, uh, and then he hears the avalanche happen and he rushes out to save the day. And he's like, he'd never tell me anything. And then he finds out what happens, that he went to save a small village in Russia from an avalanche. And and then he's, like, pissed off because he didn't tell him he went to save a, ta- a village from being right. destroyed. Like, what does that have to do with anything? It doesn't have to do with... with <laughs> like, he doesn't have you. to inform you on, on what he does and where he goes to rescue right. people. Especially intervening in a natural disaster... It's not like he's intervening in a in a military conflict. I loved that scene. Yeah, that scene I saw. I watched the whole thing. I was, I, the two times I saw that, I was like, "Man, you are a douche." <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love I love Superman and like helping people and speaking their language. Um, we're gonna we're gonna hold off on one thing. We'll come back to it. Um. We have, you know, the Kent family drama, John starting. Um, Lucy's excited about <coughs> football or at the game. Oh, you're fine. <coughs> See, I'm coughing too. I'm still alive. <laughs> um, you know, and they're all like, uh, you know, building up to go out on the field. And Clark, you know. He sees John, and John takes a hit at his locker, and I just it's it's sad, you know. Um, he wins, of course. Yeah, um, like we'd seen him get certain things, like certain abilities and stuff like that, with with his um, with it hitting the inhaler. Um, but here during the game, he's got like super fast perception. Um, he's got precision passing, like the stuff he hits is like next to impossible for the pro, let alone a high schooler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a little fishy. Yeah. But my thought is if John's doing XK, can green K affect him? Um, because, of course, because Jordan learns of the inhaler and the drugs, but yet Jordan can't put together who he's getting it from. Right. Hmm. Well, one of the things that, that kind of gets me about it is um, they don't really go into the fact 
Like he he doesn't he doesn't even contemplate the fact that he's half Kryptonian. Like what right. is XK even gonna do to him? Right. Like it like it it seems like everyone who takes it gets like one power, and it seems like Jordan's manifesting multiple powers. Right. Well, you know it's 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 kind of like Jordan. Um, you know he yeah like Jordan he was like the emotional teenager and he kind of like manifested his powers like mutant wise kind of mm-hmm. a thing and Jonathan hasn't had that trigger yet um so like it's like latent it's it should be like in him somewhere if it were to uh come out at all but it's kind of like the XK is is forcing it to come out and he's getting all of these different um powers and it's not like that it's not like a human where the person gets strong and fast but they're not going to be Superman level, but you give Kryptonian this and his Kryptonian powers come out, then like that's, that's a totally other level than just a soup, than just a super powered human. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like they're overlooking that factor, but we'll see. Yeah. And they find out in the, well, Jordan finds out in the stands because they find out that Timmy, uh, his mother found the inhaler and that the police are now involved. Um, and that, you know, more than likely she's probably keeping him off the team. Uh, he's no longer allowed to play, but that's when, that's when Jordan finds out that, uh, John lied to him earlier about the inhaler being his girlfriend's. Candace, Candace, is that her name? Candace. Candace, yep. Yeah. Candace, the drug dealer. Could couldn't have used the character that's father was a criminal in Central City. We had to drop her and create Candace here. So whatever, whatever. Um, and then of course Clark has to leave in the middle of the game. He's got a stomach ache. <laughs> Which is a nice line. The coach was like, "That guy really needs to learn to uh, take care of his diet." Yeah. Says that about about Clark Kent, but you know, Clark Kent is jacked and shredded. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real. And then Clark goes to see Anderson. Anderson's the ultimate D because he he tells you know his superiors that he has a way to find basically Bizarro, and he just needs their approval. And Superman shows up, and he traps him with red solar lamps and shoots two shots of green K into him. And he starts, Superman starts fighting back in the same parallel way that Bizarro fought soldiers at the beginning of the episode. It's reversed, and the yeah. the, the way that the the way that the the fight is like when he threw people, when Bizarro threw people left, Clark is throwing people right. Mm-hmm. And when the guy comes in and he like knees him and throws him against the wall, the guy came in from the right where with Bizarro, he came in through from the left. And then of course they have the red solar lamps instead of the yellow. It, it was really cool to watch. And Superman's, you know, arrested for treason based on Anderson because he's a prick. Yeah. 
Superman's had a working relationship with the Department of Defense for 20 years, but they're going to arrest him for treason now. Because he's not telling Anderson exactly what he wants. Yeah. And so that wraps up Superman, but let's jump back to here's a question I, I pose to you. Do we like the path they're taking Kyle and John down in the show? Are, are we digging what's happening? Um, Because like our good friend Levi said, it seemed like we liked Kyle. He was doing good. He, You know, last season he wasn't the stereotypical dude. And then all of a sudden, no, he was. They just saved it for this season. Right. Um. I, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't hate it. Um, I mean, he, he did have, he did have, they, they did discuss how they had a, a few hard years there. Um, and things kind of turned around a little bit after Sarah's accident. And then it started turning around more when we saw season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and well, that's what Lana finds out. Cause she goes to see Tanya and discuss with her what happened. And she finds out that Kyle ended things after Sarah's accident that yes. he, that he was there for his family and his children, but he didn't, he didn't pick the, he didn't pick Lana and, and their marriage first yeah, which is have, why i think she tells him you know that he needs to move out for now we find out that it ended two years ago and that they were so lana and kyle confront each other at the house she asked him how long it went on he said six months and she asked her if she was ever in their house he said one time then she goes and talks to tanya herself and After getting advice from Clark, yeah, because Clark would say he want to know how long the circumstances. Because he said if if it, it with when Lana asked him if Lois had ever done it and and if he could trust her again, he said if I was going to be with her and work on things, I would have to. Yes, which is the re- which is the only real response. If you're going to try and make it work, and this is this is real life too. If you're going to try and make it work, you you have to you have to offer up that trust again. It may take time, but it's true. Exactly. Exactly. And then Tanya says they went. It was two years ago, Sarah's accident, and the episode ends like you said, where Lana comes to Kyle in the farmhouse, the yeah, firehouse. Fire. Yeah, you know, same place. Firehouse and tells him he needs to move out. Yeah, she says you can get your stuff after the kids have gone and just make sure my car is not in the driveway. And Kyle Cortez is not having a good time. No, sir. But yeah, that was that episode. Tried and true. I liked it and I hated it because I hate Anderson. But that, I think that's the point of the character. I think so. 
I think so. He he does a very good job at being very um he's very one note, very um Have we seen this guy just thing that we like? Or is he always the ultimate D? Uh well, I mean I don't I haven't seen him in that much. Um I haven't watched Teen Wolf yet, and you guys said he was a D in that too, right? Yep. He was a big Richard why. there too. Yep, and we and we saw we we think we saw him in The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, he was on the cast list. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, go find him in that good old Teen Wolf, and you'll be surprised. But hey, that's where we're gonna put a pin in it for tonight, as we struggle to try to feel better. Let us know your thoughts on everything, and we look forward to more. More wonderful DC content, especially with all the movies coming up this year. So remember, we just want to say if you've enjoyed this podcast, please check out other podcasts on the Press Play Podcast Network. But also, if you love Superman and DC Comics, please listen to the following The Last Sons of Krypton, Superman the Animated Podcast, Holy Batcast, The Geek of Steel, Digging for Kryptonite, The Aspiring Kryptonian. The All-Star Superfan Podcast is Superboy the Legacy Podcast. Enjoy.